What's going on? How well, you guys doing? Welcome back to Conversations with the Covingtons. I'm yes. Carolyn. And I am Mo. We are excited about today's topic. We are going to dive a little bit into flipping a house and our experience with our first flip house. Yeah. And we're going to piggyback. I know we told you guys last episode that we were going to talk about it during that episode, but we got a little too carried away talking about our South Africa trip. So if you didn't hear that one, go back and listen to that one because it's a lot of great information about South Africa and places to go, what to do and those kind of things. But yeah, this week we'll be talking about, or today we'll be talking about the flip. Flipping 101. But before we do, how are you doing today, babe? I'm I'm doing good. I just had a little sip of Diet Coke, so I'm feeling awake. You don't have any hiccups, do you? No, I literally was like right before we got on here, I was like, shoot, I think I have the hiccups. (laughs) And for some reason, I've like been having this hiccup issue where I've been getting hiccups like a couple of times a day and like they kind of hurt. They do in your chest. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, what's wrong with me? I I thought people only got hiccups when they were like drinking like alcohol. Is there alcohol in there? No, but no, there's not. (laughs) No, no. What time is (laughs) No, there's not. I don't know. I'm just weird like that, um, but I'm good. I'm good. You know, today's been a productive day. It has. So, yeah. yeah. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm happy. I'm blessed. I'm here sitting across from my beautiful wife doing a podcast and, you know, life is good. Can't complain at all. Can't complain. Well, are we ready to just go ahead and dive in? Let's do it. Let's have a conversation. Let's have a conversation. All right. Today we're talking about our flip house that we did together. So let's start from the beginning. So flipping a house has kind of been something on our radar that we've been wanting to do. And we've been looking for like probably a year just, you know, as Mo's a real real estate agent. So just you're always looking on what's available and bringing well, I've been, it to me and but we yeah, just yeah. we we wanted to make sure for the first one it it felt right that's right and i wanted to also i mean if you guys heard the introduction episode i'm year and a half into real estate as a realtor but have been i guess around it for at least what two and a half years now kind of doing investing and learning about that kind of stuff so i wanted to make sure i kind of got stuck in analysis paralysis but it was fine because i was also learning and working with investors so i wanted to make sure we were doing the right things um and i learned a lot from my investor clients who taught me from taught me a lot through their failures and their successes. So that helped me make a decision on which house we should put a trigger on. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So we found, um, this cute little house. Uh, we live in Keswick, Virginia, which is right outside of Charlottesville, Virginia. Um, we found this house in Charlottesville about 15 minutes from us. Uh, it was a, it is a four bed, two bath, um, 1400 square foot house on two acres, which appealed to me right away. Um, the house, the house itself, it was, um, dated for sure, but also the previous owner had, had like five or six dogs living in the house. Mm -hmm. So these dogs had literally pissed all over the carpet, all in the walls, down the, down the the, the air, um, ducks. It was just, it smelled like, like you, you couldn't breathe in there. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, Things were like broken. It just smelled like dander and dog and cat pee. It was gross. Yeah, it was disgusting. Not to mention their pee had kind of rusted some of like the the wall heaters. Okay, it was just, yeah, it was so bad. So it was yeah. gross, um, but we were like, you know, this could be a good opportunity because we felt like the bones of the house were really good. And we were like, this is going to be like a cosmetic update. It was all like, cosmetic. We're not going to have to break down a wall. Right. We're not right. going to have to put in a new bathroom. Right. Yeah. We were like, I feel like for our first one, this would be great. We got on 
one inspection done mm-hmm. and it came back really like, great. Yeah. Like new windows, new, like the roof is fine. New hot water tank, Plumbing's new fine. Uh, furnace. Like, yeah, a lot of the major so appliances that have been really taken care of. For us, like a good, like green light of like, let's do this because we didn't want it to be too overly complicated for our first one. Yes. And as you guys know, the market, I mean, just a few months ago was pretty hot. Um, and I was selling a lot of real estate um, with my investor where he was flipping stuff and also with other clients. And we were getting, you know, some pretty good prices on some, you know, on homes uh, in the area. So I had a, I had a good idea of what we could get for this house. Um, and unfortunately, the market did kind of flip on us a little bit there last yeah, minute. Yeah. So well, let's and, just and we'll, but we'll back, we'll go let's back to wait, it. Yeah. Because okay, we just talked about the inspection. So let's see what <laughs> we. So we did. We got a good price on it, right? Yeah. We so got we got it. the house. We got the houses on the market for two thirty. And again, here, I mean, the average home price is like 400 grand. So we got the houses on the market for like 230. Um, we ended up getting it under contract at 243 because mm-hmm. it was a bidding war. There was like 12 people who bid on this house. Um, and we ended up winning the bid because I, I, I knew what the freak to do. So <laughs> we made that. it happen. We made it happen. I knew we would need about 40 to 50. Well, I knew we need about 30 to 40 grand put into this house to make it work. Uh, at the end of the day, we end up putting like 50 grand into it, but, but let's still talk fine. about yeah. like the process of flipping. Right. Cause I feel like we learned like a good amount, like along the way of like things that we're going to incorporate into like our next flip house. So most important thing, right. Is finding a good contractor. Yeah. So I was lucky. I mean, I had some contacts in the area. Um, and one of them led me to our contractor who, I mean, I called three people and this guy, when I called him, he was like, yep, I'll be there when you want to meet. And he was just on top of it. I got to meet with him. I walked the house with him and he just seemed like, he was like, yes, sir, we can get it done for you. We'll have everybody lined up. And he was, he made the process honestly, so, so, so much better. And it could have been, it could have not been that way. I mean, we were hearing from our friends who were just trying to do simple projects around their house. They're like, they it's were like, like a couple of months. Yeah, they were wait. months or weeks out. A and week. this guy too, like communication with a contractor yep. is super important. Like sending pictures, text messages, videos of like updates. I mean, it helped our, it was like 15 minutes from our house. So we could be over there every day if we wanted to. But mm-hmm. he was just like on top of, there was always someone at the house every day working, right? right? Like, you know, you don't want your house just sitting sitting there like empty, not being worked on because then you're losing time, you're losing money. So it was great that we had a good contractor who was really good at scheduling everybody out and keeping everybody accountable and holding them on time and things like that. Now, what did we do to the house? I mean, essentially we did new, new paint, paint everywhere, new light fixtures, new flooring and throughout the whole house, new carpet upstairs, new bathrooms, essentially. Yeah. Um, and the kitchen, two updated bathrooms, updated kitchen. Right. Um, I would say one thing that I learned from us doing this, like just from replacing things and finding out like, you know, like I think we kept the fridge, right? But we replaced all the other. We kept the fridge, but we added um, a dishwasher and we updated all the appliances. added the dishwasher, which I think added some value. Mm -hmm. Um, We redid the two bathrooms, but in one bathroom, we left the original tub Mm -hmm. because we were like, oh, it looks fine. Like, you know, it's maybe a little off white, but whatever. Like, we'll just get a new one downstairs. We should have replaced that tub. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not a huge deal, but for resale, I think it might, it could have been for us. I mean, we ended up renting the house out and keeping it, keeping the house and renting it out. But yeah, it, um, in that new white, bright space, it was kind of an eyesore. Thankfully, 
it was kind of tucked away in that bathroom yeah. off to the side. So you can't really see it unless you go over there and stare and look at it. And once they had the shower curtain up, you won't be able to notice it anyway. But yeah, we learned but this. You've from, also like, like we've learned that resealing a tub isn't worth it. Yeah, and it'll you peel. should just totally yeah. replace. Yeah. So that's just a little thing I learned. Oh, good. Good. I'm glad you learned something. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else did we learn? Um, also, so our, um, our air, uh, some of the ducts were in the floor. Um, oh, and yeah. I had, we had some vents in the floor. So I guess when the floor guy reinst- he took up the carpet and reinstalled or whatever it was that I think it was hardwood. What was mm-hmm. there before hardwood? Yeah. And we put down luxury on a plank, but before he, um, put down the, I guess the, the, uh, whatever goes underneath the luxury on a plank, he forgot to cut out holes where the vents were. And two of the different two rooms, the one in the living room and one in one of the and bedrooms. Thankfully, yeah. Mo was like, "Isn't there supposed to be a vent there?" And I'm yeah. like, "Uh, I don't know." So I thankfully I took like before and afters. So I had my we before videos and look I looked and I was like, pictures. "Okay, this yeah. is where it is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You guys need to cut this hole out because yeah. there's so, a vent." <laughs> yeah, actually, I had the guy right there. He's there now doing the one in the living room. But yeah, so you know stuff like that. You just kind of got to be aware of um, making sure the guys are doing details. Det- yeah, paying pay attention to detail, doing doing quality work um what else happened on this flip i uh, think for me though too it's like you know you don't you appreciate everybody doing the work and putting in the time and yeah you are paying them but it's like i never want to be like rude and be like i feel bad saying like oh you guys need to fix this this and this but at the end of the day it's like you're putting so much money into it. You can't be afraid to be like, well, you never had to say that. I yes, I did. I, I said to it to it. Tony when we did like a final walkthrough. I'm like, okay, you guys need to fix this. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? I did. Oh, I, 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 really, I thought, I, I, I mean, I thought it was me. Yeah. It's okay. Maybe you did say some things. I did. Definitely. And Tony's like, yes, yeah, so I'll fix yeah. that. Oh, I remember that. Cause me and Tony looked at each other like, <laughs> why are you laughing? Cause you were being bossy. We were like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. She did guys. I'm, I'm sorry. She did have a day Thanks. when she was in there pointing stuff out. And yeah. Thank you. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. You yeah. need to pay attention to the details <laughs> and you can't be afraid to say, can you please fix this? Because at the end of the day, like we own this, this is a business. No, it's a business. You're trying to make money. Um, essentially. So oh, that was my other thing. Yeah. Trying to make money. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard when you go into flipping a house thinking like, you know, I want to do these gorgeous bright countertops and gold light fixtures and all of these things. But then you have to remember you're not living in the house and you're just doing it to make money. And there's not as much design aspect into it as you might think at least for this one it wasn't of course if we did like a more expensive home then maybe no then maybe there would be more design that goes into it but I had to keep reminding myself that okay no let's just get you know the moderate fixtures and yeah we didn't go overboard Yeah, yeah 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 now um any designs things you want to talk about on the flip or should I talk more about the numbers and where we are today um, design wise. Yeah. I mean, I just say like, yeah, it's all about making money at the end of the day. Right. So you're not going to live smart. in a house. Yeah. So be smart. Um, especially if you're just going to resell it, just put like, the was stuff I in. a total, like in love with everything we did? No. no. I mean, yeah. did I, did I like it? Did it look nice? Like what I have lived in that house? Like, yeah, but of course, yeah, it's, it's a business and it, yeah, if we're especially reselling it or something like that, like 
you know, you, I don't want to say do the bare minimum because that makes it sound like bad. But in a way, you also don't want to go overboard and do too much design because what if someone freaking hates it and they just want to redo the whole thing anyways when they buy it? That's stupid. That's on them. No, <laughs> yeah. no. But it's like, yeah. you know, some yeah. people would rather have a blank canvas mm-hmm. of like, you know, if you if we chose like a crazy backsplash tile. They'd be like, oh, I don't like this design. Let's do our own. Yeah. Like, when, you know what I mean? Something so this like was that. like, this was like a CB class home, um, maybe like a first time buyer type home. And it wasn't, if we were doing a higher end flip, you can kind of get creative and do some, you know, cool design features and things like that. And if you did it with, if you did something that was too unique, then you're only speaking to a certain set of uh, buyers and that could potentially limit your buyer pool. So that's something we can maybe dive into later if we get into the bigger flips. But this one was just to kind of do something real quick. We were in and out in three weeks. Uh, our contractor was on it. We kept everything kind of bare minimum. Um, and I think they worked out. Ultimately, we decided to keep this one and rent it out. Um, you know, given the shifting market, um, you know, all the shadow was that rent rates were going up and that, you know, landlords were going to be winning in this market because people needed a place to live and nobody wanted to pay for these high interest rates. So we opted to keep the home. Um, and what we did is, I got, you know, put it on Zillow to rent it out. And also my realtor. So I put it on our own platform as well. And I got a tenant in there, quality tenant, military guy and his wife in there for 2400 a month in that, in that house, um, which was amazing. It's great. And we ended up refinancing. So let's talk about this real quick. Cause I, mean, I mentioned like, Burr. Ultimately, I mentioned Burr. Are you like excited that we have a tenant in it versus just like selling it and making a profit? Cause I, like, am. I don't know how I feel about it. Cause I'm just like, originally like the, I, the plan was to just sell it and make some so money. So I'm going to tell I'm gonna, this is how I look at it guys. So look, you can take your money, you can put it in the bank, right? And, or you can invest it and you can get the minimal five to what 10% return Sometimes not. Maybe you have a bad year and get a negative return um, and get no monthly dividends, no monthly payouts. Or you can put it into an appreciation, appreciating asset like a house. Right. And we're so what we did was we refinanced. So we owned the house outright in cash. We refinanced, got all of our money back. Um, and we're going to take that money and put it into another flip. But anyway, we've refinanced it. Our mortgage on the home is what did I tell you yesterday? Fifteen, twelve. Yeah. 1512 and it's being rented out for 2400. That's a $888 net profit every month that kind of just sits in like that we get to keep and be in our accounts on top of the home appreciate appreciating 5 to 7% a year. You know, that's an asset we and also now our net worth has increased because we have we own a home that's worth over 400 grand. So our net worth is that much more. Um I I'm a strong believer that you put your money into something that's going to grow for you, like an asset, like a, a real estate or land, something like that is going to build you long-term wealth, but also can pay you monthly dividends. And that's what we elected to do. So yes, it may be a little bit of a headache to manage it, but if you find great tenants, it's not much to do. Or, I mean, if we get big enough and we get a few rental properties, we hire a property management team to do it for us, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, you know, I, I real estate is my thing. I listen to podcasts. I'm in tune with what's going on. All the wealth is in real estate. You got to own buy, sell real estate. And eventually I want to get into commercial. We want to get into commercial real estate because that's where the real money's made. But um, tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. We bought the house for 243. We put about 48 grand into it. So we're, you know, we entered the house for just under 300. We cash out refinance. We have a mortgage on the house right now for just under $211,000, right? We got our money back. So we have that money. We're going to put that money into a different house, right? So our mortgage, eight, 
1512. All right. Rent 2400. All right. We're getting 888 net profits. To me, that's amazing. It's unheard of. Most people I know who are in the real estate field who are doing single family flips are getting one, 200, maybe $300 net profit on a single family home. We're getting 888. That's awesome. I think that's great. And uh, if you want to argue with me on that one, just hit us up. <laughs> just hit us up. But so, yeah, I think it was a great investment. I think it was a, a great thing that we did. And I'm excited to move on to this next one, which we have on a contract, which we should be closing on next week. And that's where we are. What about you, babe? I'm just taking a little Instagram story <laughs> while you were explaining all of that. Oh, of course. Yeah. Good job. That was a great explanation. It was. So Mo is just, you're kind of spearheading this whole project for us. And you, you know, that's the thing. Like, you know more about like how to go about all of these things and the whole process. And so I really just kind of lean on you and trust you to be somewhat in charge. And then I help. Yeah. And so also, babe, you should check your bank account right now because we just closed on our house Mm -hmm. on a refinance. So that money should be in your account today. Oh, really? Over 200 grand. Yeah. And we have an asset. Yeah, well, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, that's what real estate can do for you. You know, you start out with a little bit and you end up with a lot. So do you want to tell what everyone, everyone what our plan is to do with that money, though? So, yeah, we're going to take the money that we got from the refinance and we're going to use a portion of it where you're going through another, you know. So there's lenders out there, guys, that will do rental projects with you, fix and flip projects with you. Who There's also hard money out there. Um, which means they'll give you like short-term loans to do certain, you know, Airbnb, fix and flips, yeah, rental what projects. Is hard money. Hard money essentially. Hard money is like. Like, why is it called hard money? I don't get it. It's, it's, it's evolved now. It used to be these com these banks or these lenders would loan you money to do like a fix and flip project, and you would pay them interest um, monthly. Yeah. And then once you resold the home, then you would give them their money back, and you would take the whatever was left over for yourself, for your own profit. Okay. Um, but now it's evolved to like, they actually give out rental loans. They actually give, they actually give you the money to do these fix and flips. And just, you know, once you, you can, you can refinance with them and they'll hold the loan for th- like a rental loan for you for 30 years. Um, so they've kind of evolved uh, outside of just like giving you money to do a fix and flip. And now we want to get interest only on our money. And then we want our money back. Now they evolved to, okay, you can refinance with us. You can hold the We can we'll hold the loan for you for 30 years. Blase, blase. And a lot of them, they um, they fund these deals based on, especially the rental deals. I mean, essentially only the rental deals based on, and the Airbnb deals, based on the monthly income or the profit you can get from the Airbnb. So they don't base it off your credit. They don't base it off how much money you have. They don't base it off your job history. They base whether they're going to give you the loan or not based on if this property is going to rent for 2400 or not, or is it going to short-term, like short-term rental for like a hundred a night, like whatever the, you know, the parameters are, they base it on those rental factors and not your personal financial situation. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So what we're doing is we're going through one of these rental loan lenders. We're putting a portion of that money. We're keeping a big chunk of that money for us. And we're taking a portion of that money. We're going to put a down payment down on this fix and flip and the lender is going to pay for the flip part of it. They're going to fund most of the deal minus the down payment that we're putting down. They're going to give us the cash to fix it up. Right. And then once we sell it, we just pay them back and we keep the proceeds or if we want to keep it, we just refinance, pay them back, take a little bit for ourselves and do the same thing we did with the first house. 
On to the next. And then on to the next. Yeah. So we have options. So that's what we are. Well, very cool. I mean, yeah, it's definitely a lot of info for somebody like me who doesn't really know that much about how all of this works, but that was a good job of explaining it. Was it? It's yeah. like I was just talking out the side of my head. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you guys, like, we're also very new to this whole podcasting thing. So, you know, the feedback, comments, suggestions is all appreciated. We also just want to make sure that we're, like, giving you guys the knowledge and, like, stuff that you're interested in listening about. So let us know if, you know, this was interesting. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I could explain a little bit more in depth. I guess I'm just talking generally well, speaking. Well, maybe for about another it. episode because this one's been, this has been good. Yeah. Essentially what you need to know is that you can get into deals for little or no money. You can get a lot from those deals, keep them and move on to the next, essentially. <laughs> yeah. And that's how you build your wealth. That's how you build your rental portfolios. Um, and if you have any questions about lenders and finding money, private money um, and finding, I don't know, just contractors in the area, please reach out to me. Happy to help you guys. Alrighty. Well, Mo and I are about to head to a winery. Mo, what are you going to drink today? What kind of wine are you into? <sighs> It's kind of cloudy today, so hmm. it's hot though. Like it's hot out. Maybe like a like a Sauvignon, like something light, crisp wine. What yeah. about you? No, definitely. I mean, it is cloudy, so I would say like a light red. But it's so freaking hot, so I think I'm gonna do like a rosé or okay. yeah, like a white. We'll Why are we see. never on the same page with wine? No. If I want red, you want white. If I want white, you want red. Actually, that if I is want rose, not true. You want That's not true. We're on the same page sometimes. <laughs> I just do whatever she tells me, guys. Yeah, I usually pick the wine. They say happy wife, happy life, but what about happy husband? Doesn't matter. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just <Whatever>. kidding. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Well, we are going to sign off. Thank you so much for tuning in. Do you have anything else to add? Um. Sorry. I don't. Before I yeah, what should we talk about next time? Let us know, you guys. Yeah. What do you want to hear about? Should it be a wine topic? Should it be a real estate topic? Should it be a travel topic? Should it be a relationship topic? Yeah. Ooh la la, relationship. You want to know about a relationship. All right. Okay, okay. <laughs> we need to get off of this All right. right now. I love you, babe. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thank love you. you. Talk to you later. <laughs> love <Bye>. you. <laughs> That's how we get off the phone. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. bye. <laughs>